Come on. Nicole, are you ready? I'm ready. I like it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Lifeblood Engage. This is George G. Our guest today is a strong and powerful Nicole Ponder. She is a certified life coach at Life Coaching with Values. Nicole, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Great. Well, I am a mother of four incredible children, one who was born with Cornelia DeLing syndrome. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a follower of Christ, a certified brain health coach from Amon University, and a master certified coach through Optimize Coaching. I am someone who has overcome an abusive childhood and many other obstacles, and now I help others to improve their lives, no matter their circumstances, through my work as a life coach. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it, and I've had a really great time doing this work. Nice. Four kids. I've got two. Is it twice as hard as two, Nicole? (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely is. I always tell people I love all four, but two was my easiest. You've got two hands and two kids, and yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a nice dose of perspective right there. And you you, you mentioned that that, that one of them has, has, has a condition of some kind. I didn't catch what that was. Yes, so she was born with Cornelia DeLing syndrome. This is our third child. Her name is Sarah, and she's just darling. Everybody loves her, but we, um, she's a little bit different, and we have the privilege of having her with us for the remainder of our life. She'll always be living with us and gives us a great perspective on life, and um, she keeps things interesting and happy around here. So. Got it. Wonderful. All right, so brain health from Amen University. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so some people are familiar, a lot of people actually, with Dr. Daniel Amen. I absolutely love his work. And he um, was the person who trained me in the brain health work that I do. And basically, I um, have really enjoyed his school and learning from him about the importance of our thoughts. So one thing that Dr. Amen always says is that he talks about how we need to find foods that love us back and stop eating foods that are hurting us. And I like to say that we need to find thoughts that love us back. Um, Our actions seem to follow the way that we think and our thoughts. And when we think something, as a lot of us know from just from going to basic school, is that chemicals go off in our brain and then we have emotion. Unfortunately, a lot of times we think that we feel certain ways because of the things that we're going through or the things that we've been through. And if we change our thoughts, we can change how we feel. And so I learned a lot of great things from Dr. Eamon at his training. I have listened to a couple of podcasts with Dr. Eamon on them, and it is fascinating. It's fascinating to learn about our brains. Um, I, I, I found myself just unconsciously constantly having the same sort of negative thought patterns uh, mm-hmm. w- when when I was getting ready in the morning, sort of always going back to the th- same thing until I recognized it. I, I bet there's a lot of people that are doing the same thing that I did. Yes, for sure. That's something that we work on a lot in the practice that I have. And when we, I, I kind of refer to those as mantras. Like you said that in the morning you're telling yourself something. If you're having a repeated thought over and over, it kind of turns into this mantra. You know, if you're looking in the mirror, and you're telling yourself you don't like what you see, then you feel worse and worse and kind of spiral down. 
So I try to help people to spiral back up and to flip that thought or to find something that's a little bit more neutral, right? So I love that. Dr. Eamon does that frequently, and I love that you know his work as well. Something that he talks about, too, is he calls them automatic negative thoughts, ants. And if we are not careful, if we're not talking back to these automatic negative thoughts, then we get stuck. And that's a huge, huge problem with creating depression and anxiety and fear and overwhelm. And that's why we've got to, as Dr. Amon says, squash the ants nice. by talking back to them. I, I, yeah. I, I, I love that. I've never heard that. So I like to simplify things because that's how my brain works. Um, so I'm going to make a couple statements and you tell me if I'm on track. I imagine okay, that, 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 that a lot of the time, uh, just like I try to help people get back to sort of even financially because we're, we're, we're in debt and then we have to uh-huh. get there first and then we can start proactively saving money for things. I imagine that we mm-hmm. need to get people sort of back to even and away from negativity before we can start building the life that we want. For sure. Yes, absolutely. So when we get stuck in that mindset of scarcity and spiraling down in these negative thoughts, then we have a hard time getting back up. And that's the interesting thing with the work that I do. I think it's probably one of the hardest things for people to grasp. They don't realize what they've been telling themselves all the time. And so that's the first step is for people to recognize what they're thinking. Let's open up our brains a little bit. Let's dissect it. Let's see what's in there. What are we thinking? What's the first thing you tell yourself when you wake up in the morning? What's the first thing that you tell yourself when you go to bed at night? That's going to affect how you wake up in the morning. And so we have to kind of like get down to the nitty gritty and figure out what we're thinking before we can start changing what we're thinking. And as Dr. Amon says, squashing those ants, we have to first recognize what are those ants? What are we thinking? So, recognizing that I'm looping on some past injustice that I felt like in my past, you know, people did me wrong or something like that. And, you know, I'm just sort of stuck on that. How do we, mm-hmm. how do we, in, in, in whatever it is, it was stuff in our childhood, how do we actually go back then once, once, once we do recognize it? Mm-hmm. So, which is great. And I, and that's the difference a little bit between coaching and therapy. I'm not, going into people's past, I'm taking them where they are today and I'm trying to help them shrink that gap between who they want to be and who they are today. And some of that is like what you're saying. We're not going to, um, we got to stop repeating the same thought of the injustice that's been done and look at it a little bit differently. Can I, can I think about this differently? Is there something that I could potentially be grateful for? Could it have been worse? Um, what have I learned from that situation and from that harm that that person caused me. Can I put some good into the world because I went through that injustice and being able to look at it a little bit differently is going to help us to propel forward instead of just ruminating in that same thought over and over again. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent that how you look at something makes all the difference. You can look at the same, the same thing or circumstance and make a decision about how it is that, that, that you want to feel about it. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I want to wake up in the morning and I want to feel good, then waking up and thinking about my past experiences that hurt me or brought me down isn't going to bring that emotion of joy and happiness. Hmm. So, and something, I mean, we, I, I don't, I work a lot on thoughts and I also work on habits. 
um, and lifestyle changes, things like that, I kind of combine the whole person. So we start with the thoughts, and that's a constant thread throughout the work that I do. But, of course, I can't get up in the morning and tell myself it's going to be a great day and then climb back into bed and make it a great day. I've got to get up and get going and, you know, make life happen. So those are some of the next steps that we take. Now, what do we want to, what's the thought we want to take with us throughout the day so that I can continue going and doing good and putting good into the world and living the life that I want to live. So setting that intention of this morning or today's going to be awesome. Today's going to be a wonderful day and things are going to work out awesome for me. And then taking actual um, inspired action or whatever steps that we need to take towards actually getting there. And so that's trying to put healthy habits in place or if you have a business you want to work, whatever it is, actually doing things. Yes, for sure. Um, I, one of Dr. Amon's favorite mantras is he wakes up every morning and he tells himself, today's going to be a great day. And I was just telling a client about this actually a couple of weeks ago. And I said, you know, I was trying out his mantra and, and everything kind of went wrong that day. <laughs> and I just kept telling myself, you know what, it's going to be a great day. Like the day is not over yet. And I told this client, I said, you know what, I really genuinely did. At the end of the end of the day, with all the things that went wrong, I did feel like it was a great day. I, because I was still looking for that good. I was still looking for the great. It, the day wasn't over. There were things that could still be tweaked, you know. And so it kind of gives you that power and authority to look at your day and your life a little bit differently. Okay, maybe that moment wasn't ideal. What can I do next? What's the next step? Instead of looking at your life like, oh my goodness, there's so much ahead and there's so much behind and it's all negative. Let's just take it moment to moment to moment and focus on what can I do to make it great right now. Yeah, I, I think that I'm pretty good at at staying positive and thinking good thoughts, but I just mm -hmm. literally, just the last couple of days, caught myself uh, falling victim to comparison and feeling like I'm way behind where I should be, and I just needed to pull back and say, "Okay, let's 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 pump the brakes. Things are going great. Mm -hmm. You just need to be doing the little things that you know will eventually help you to be successful." So, mm -hmm. um, how do you help people just to? Well, and let me also say that that I, I read uh, some of my like I don't want to call them affirmations, but some of them I, I suppose are. But I'll, I'll read mm -hmm. two pages every morning, uh, the same two pages, um, and that's mm -hmm. helped me to sort of um, have that practice versus if I just want to practice gratitude, for example, I'll sort of, I, I, I won't do it because it's not a built-in part of my day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's fantastic that you are willing and able to do that every morning. I think... <clears throat> there is a book titled um, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, I believe. And he talks about the importance of our mornings. And what you're saying is one of the things that he teaches in that book. You're reading these positive affirmations over and over. When we do that, they stick in our brain a little bit better so that when you start, when you catch yourself comparing to another, comparing yourself to another business or another person or another relationship, you're like, oh, wait, what was that that I read this morning? How can I apply that to me right now? Your brain's going to be able to go quicker to that because you're reading those positive affirmations every single morning. So that's something that's really important. However, I will say, too, on the gratitude piece that you mentioned, that is something that you do want to do. Um, there, Dr. Amen talks a lot about just the science behind gratitude and what it can do, how it can actually physically change a personality. 
And it benefits us in so many ways. People who are grateful are happier and more successful. There's a lot of positive that comes from being grateful. And a practice that I do is every night before bed, I write in my gratitude journal. And that's just literally four lines um, of what I'm grateful for. It could be that day or anything, right? And that's going to help to put you in the right mindset when you wake up. But that is a practice that Dr. Amen does and recommends so that we can nourish that part of our brain that needs that positivity and that light and that uplifting reminder of what are you grateful for? That's going to help you when you start to compare. Let's move away from comparison and think, okay, well, what am I grateful for? What have I done? What have I done for my family today? That'll switch you out of that mindset of comparison. Yeah, it is a, it is such a valuable thing. And I, I thought, here's what I'll do. I'll just, every time I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, I'll go through three things in my head that I'm grateful for. But that just, I, I just need to have that be either before I read my pages or, or after because I've not effectively just been doing that. So I think mm-hmm. it's so important and need to figure out a mechanism for me that I'm going to consistently do it. So. Yeah, for sure. I think it's great if you're doing that while you're brushing your teeth, but there is, if we can write it down, it's going to stick with you even better. So whether it's in the morning or the afternoon or evening, it's just good to write down a few things you're grateful for every day. What is the, is it, is there some psychological thing behind actually writing it down? Yes. In fact, um, even like in certain colleges, they recommend or they don't even allow students at least a while back. They wouldn't let them take notes on computers because it doesn't stick in your brain as much. So there is science behind it. If you're writing it, it's going to stick. If you're just saying it, it's not going to last as long. So it's good to, you know, say mantras, say positive affirmations, say what you're grateful for, say what you want and who you want to be, but it's going to be twice as powerful if you write it. Your brain remembers it better. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think it's a hundred percent true. Um, so gratitude journaling it is for me. I got, <laughs> I got to figure out. How to, how... Pick one up. They've got them on Amazon or just get a notebook at, you know, the grocery store and start writing it down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It doesn't need to be super fancy. So I like it. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned your faith in, in, in sort of introducing yourself. Um, and we don't mm-hmm. have hours to talk about that necessarily, but, how how do you how do you encourage people to have have a spiritual practice in their lives? Um, I do for sure. I I have gone through just like anybody. I've had a lot of different trials in my life. Unfortunately, some of those were when I was very young, and it's Heavenly Father that grounded me and kept me going through an abusive childhood and helped me to kind of rise above it. And that's why the practice that I have, I mean, hence the website, Life Coaching with Values, um, I practice these values that come from my faith in Jesus Christ. And in fact, because of that faith, I served an 18-month mission for our church, and it, it grounded me even more. So while I'm a huge fan of science, and I love the things that I learn, and I apply them to my business, I take my faith in Jesus Christ and combined it with everything that I do because I, you know, we talk about an abundant mindset. I think Jesus Christ was the perfect example of an abundant mindset. When he spoke, he spoke of things as though they already had happened. 
And I think, wow, what would my life be like if I thought of things in my life or about my, you know, body or family or finances as though they had already happened? How would that be different than whining and complaining about how things are currently? So I love my, my faith in Jesus Christ is, it's who I am. I can't hide it. It's not separate from me. It's, it's in me. But people that I work with, I'm just very upfront and open with them that this is a, a Christian practice. Um, that I run, and whether they are believers or not, that doesn't matter to me. I just am open with them that they're they're going to get some scripture and some faith in Jesus Christ um, with what I teach because it's all intertwined in my lessons. I think that that's great, and you know, there's an awful lot about to talk about just being yourself and and living authentically. And so certainly whenever there's something that's part of your life, which is so core and so important, then um, it'd be mm-hmm. silly to, 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 to not talk about that. And whether you right. are a Christian or, or not, certainly so much to be learned from from the life and example of, of Jesus. So I appreciate all that. Absolutely. Sure. Well, Nicole, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Mm. All right. Well, my difference-making tip would be the power of your thoughts are what can change your life. So flip your thoughts, you will flip your life. And I know that whether you can afford coaching or not, everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs somebody by their side to get them through life. So that's why you got to look for the stuff that's out there that's free and available if it if you can't afford to pay for it and if you have the means to pay for it then find somebody to help you today the best time to start is today flip your thoughts you'll flip your life well i think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on the best time to start is today there's no doubt about that flip your thoughts flip your life love it nicole thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you and how can people engage with you Great. They can learn about me by going to my website at lifecoachingwithvalues.com. I also recently started a Instagram page. They can find me on Instagram at lifecoachingwithvalues. And if they go to my website, they can subscribe to my Fantastic Friday email. That is my way of putting good into the world for free, uplifting tools and tips there um, to bring some light into your world. Love it. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Nicole your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to lifecoachingwithvalues.com. Check out the great resources, engage with Nicole, uh, sign up for the Friday, e- the Fantastic Friday email, and you can find her on Instagram at lifecoachingwithvalues as well, and I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Nicole. Thank you so much, Church. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.